Petersfield's Shine Radio. I'm with Vicky Christie and I really want to pick her brains about how to make bread because she is a sourdough bread making expert. Vicky, are you going to... Oh, that, that, that's a big word, expert. Is it? it? describes me exactly. So how long, how, long have you been, how long have you been making sourdough? I've been making sourdough probably for about 12, 13, 12 years. 13 years, something like that. Okay, uh, I so... Make, uh, uh, yeasted bread before that. Um, uh, and then I discovered sourdough and realised I liked it quite a lot more than I liked the bread. So at what, yeast, at what so. point would you be happy for me to call you an expert? Because you know a lot more about bread than most people. Definitely more uh, than me. Well, I think I'm... Expi- <laughs> I, I would describe myself as quite experienced in making bread, but I read quite a lot about making bread and, uh, well, sourdough. And there's so much I don't know that I think I'm, you know, I'm reading stuff by uh, by people who are experts, and I am absolutely nowhere near that. I really don't think the term expert suits fits at all. Okay, I take that back then. So, why do you love sourdough so much? What's so special about it? I like it for a number of reasons. I, I suppose probably the main reason is I actually just like the taste of sourdough better. Uh, not always. I, I mean, a, a good sourdough, I think, is for me, I enjoy more than a good yeasted loaf. Um, I like all good bread. And by good bread, I mean bread that really fits into the um, real bread campaign's definition of real bread, which is bread that's made with flour, water, salt, maybe some yeast as well, and any natural additives such as seeds. Uh, I think the, the problem for me with other bread that isn't described as good bread. Uh, so so I, I, I could say the bread that is often available in your average supermarket is it, it's so full of other things. There are so many ingredients in a loaf of bread that I am not, no baker is required to list. Uh, and it, it's quite shocking. I, they don't taste good. They don't make the bread feel very nice in, in the mouth, I don't think. Um, and the just eating, eating experience of it isn't great. Well, whenever I've eaten your sourdough, it definitely tastes good in my mouth. The crust <laughs> and the soft <laughs> bit in the middle. Um, yes. So it's got a good yeah, I, mouth I, feel. I, I, I've also noticed that an awful lot of children, uh, small, tiny children, like sourdough. And I think that isn't just to do with the taste. I think it is to do with the texture, too. It doesn't yes. go sort of pappy on the roof of their mouths and make them feel like they've got too much in their mouths. They can actually chew little bits off and and savour it properly. And I think also, quite often in all foods, that combination of of salt, sweet, acid is, is talked about. And you also get a sweet sweet profile taste in, in bread as well, along with the salt, is actually a very nice thing. Having that little bit of sour in there as well actually Im- improves the experience of a flavour. Having said that, I, there are quite a lot of sourdoughs that I've eaten that I thought, whoa, I don't like that. That's quite often because different uh, sourdough starters will produce, and different methods of making a sourdough bread will produce a different type of acidity um you know there's a there's a lot of stuff going on in a sourdough starter that produces a sourdough loaf they can produce all sorts of different acids lactic acids acetic acids lactic acids are are called such because they uh, made by lactic acid bacteria 
you get that slightly sweet milky taste it's got nothing to do with milk at all but it's you know mildly like mild yogurt acetic acid uh is produced it can taste a bit vinegary i'm not so keen on that sort of sourdough uh, but many people are that's quite common in californian doughs uh, i tend to go for a lactic acid one myself but people have different tastes with the bread you make what how would you describe your sourdough bread I think people would describe it as mild, uh, mild sourdough, I suppose, although that sort of sounds disappointing to me. I don't want it to be mild. (laughs) I think it's very exciting sourdough. It it sounds like it might be a bit tasteless. (laughs) What I mean by that is that the the starter I use is is refreshed regularly. Tell me about your sourdough starters, how and how it works and how you make your sourdough loaf. My sourdough starter I got from an Italian baker who'd got it from uh, his father who'd got it from a grandfather. And anyway, it's been around. Sounds very Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been been through many generations. Uh, I was given a, a portion of this, which I had to uh, get back from Italy, and uh, it, you know, cuddling it like it was a little pet. I felt so worried that I would. It would not survive the journey. It did survive the journey, and I've carried on feeding it for the last sort of 10, 15 years. A a sourdough starter will change depending on what you feed it and what temperature you keep it at. So tell me about um, that, because I don't understand what a sourdough starter is and why it's so important to get it from somebody who's already got one, if you see what I mean. Generation, pass it it down. it isn't necess- It isn't actually important to get a sourdough starter from somebody who's already got one. Sourdough starters are literally flour and water. I've made several myself um, right. and given them to people, and it's literally flour and water that sits there and eventually starts fermenting, like most things would, because there happens to be lots of microbes around on the grains of flour in the air, on the jar you've got it in, on your hands when you're mixing it up, and the natural process is that those microbes start eating, consuming, digesting the flour grains to their benefit as they multiply. And in doing so, that creates uh, little air bubbles. And in a loaf of bread, those air bubbles become the bubbles that make the dough crumb how you want it to be. Oh, they're the little bit of pockets of air in the bread. Oh, yes. That's a lovely way to describe it. (laughs) Well, the, 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 the pockets of air can only happen... If you have developed the dough to the point where the elasticity is there to hold the pockets of air, the elasticity is is created by the gluten, and gluten is activated when it's wet. So gluten creates a little matrix, a little web of strands that can hold and stretch, hold little bubbles of air. So how do you make a loaf of sourdough bread? Make a loaf of sourdough bread. Bread, you need a portion of your starter. You need your starter to be active and bubbly and a little bit hungry, so it's not tired, but it's it's not depleted. You mix up your flour and your water and your starter and your salt. You stretch it and fold it and keep it warm, <laughs> and it starts. You nurture it. Ooh, okay. Mm, you do. You have to look after it, and it starts to grow. But it becomes very, very instinctive. You, I can look at a piece of dough and think, oh dear, that's that's a bit tired, That's that's been too warm, or that's been too cold, or that needs a bit more time, 
or that's overproved just by looking at the texture. But it is just a matter of experience. You can follow a recipe. There are lots and lots of recipes for sourdough. You can follow them. But really, it comes through experience because you, nobody knows what your starter is like. Nobody knows what your flour is like. I can use a different flour in a recipe from the one I, different flour that I used last week, and the whole thing doesn't work at all. Because I haven't used my experience, I've stuck to a recipe. Right. If you use your experience and think, this doesn't feel right, it may be because that particular flour absorbs more water than the other flour or you know, the, the, or is, is more rougher grained, so it's, it's behaving differently. After a while, you get to understand your flowers and um, you, you, you get to feel what's right. You barely need the recipe because you can tell what's going on. Is there a good recipe that you direct people to if they wanted to have a go at making a sourdough loaf? I tend to tell people, tell people who are prepared to... Uh, have a bit of confidence. Uh, I tend to say to people, if you used one kg of flour, use about 700 grams of water and 200 grams of starter and 20 grams of salt. Uh, in baker, Bakers use a thing called baker's percentages. So the weight of the flour is called 100%. So that would mean 100% is a kilo, 70% is water, therefore 700 grams, 20% of starter, 2% of salt. Um, and that to me is, is a good basis for a beginner to think that's about the proportions that I want. A brown flour, though, will absorb more water than a white flour because the bran absorbs a, a lot more weight of water. So if you're using a brown flour, you may want to up your ratio of water. Um, you know, different flours, as I said, will behave differently. Uh, so it's very difficult to be precise. And do you use a bread flour or isn't that important? When people talk about bread flour, what they're referring to is the amount of protein in the flour. Now, the protein in flour is called gluten, and different sort. There are different. Gluten is itself made up of different things, and different balances of gluten will, and different strengths of gluten, and different strengths of protein will create a different ability for the dough to hold the stretch and keep the bubbles of air within it. Therefore, make your bread rise. Uh, a bread flour typically has probably around a 12, 12.5% protein. Um, a pastry flour will have a, a much lower protein level because it doesn't need to do the stretch. Pastry flour requires other things. So it, pastry flour wants to be very finely ground because, for example, if you're using a brown pastry flour, you don't want big flakes of uh, bran in there because that will shatter it'll make the pastry break up much more quickly so, so different um different flours for uh, different products uh, but a bread flour when people talk about that it generally refers to the percentage of protein well vicky you are a mine of information i have learned so much i didn't know that i didn't know that is fantastic <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, there's an awful lot more to learn than that. Oh my goodness! And well, I don't, and I don't, I don't hold all the knowledge at all. I would like to be gluten free. I am gluten free, yes. and yes. I 
I I do eat your bread because it has a, a lesser yes. effect on my tummy, basically, because I want right. to keep yes. eating bread. Would you like to know? Would you like to understand more about that? Yeah, that would be lovely. And also, but the thing is, do you not make gluten-free bread deliberately because the flour wouldn't work? Gluten is very interesting and, uh, and gluten sensitivity and gluten allergy are very different things from each other. Um, gluten's had quite a lot of bad press recently. A lot of people feel it's been responsible for a lot of um, gut discomfort for people. The gluten in a sourdough loaf is degraded by the fermenting process, often to the point that it is much less of an irritant to the person who's consuming the loaf than it would be uh, if it was if the bread was produced without the sourdough process. So yes. lots of research goes into trying to understand what it is that happens and why some people have developed a gluten sensitivity. It is possibly that through our evolution, we have been eating fermented grains for quite a long time. It's really very recent history that we started using very fast-made loaves with industrial yeast. And often the, the, the yeast use in a loaf is, 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 is it, it, it isn't consuming or degrading or digesting the flour grains in order to make the loaf rise it's actually fed sugar or something but the process on of the microbes on the grains of flour affects the gluten to the point that it is less of an irritant to a lot of people who have otherwise got a gluten sensitivity which is why i can eat it some people find that uh spelt flour spelt sourdough breads are even more digestible the uh, spelt has uh is also very high in protein high in gluten but the gluten has a slightly different balance slightly different structure so that is also degraded in the sourdough process and can for some people be even uh, more satisfying to eat for people with this uncomfortable digestions. That's that's a full that's education right. on on all kinds of things. Um, <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it made some sense. No, it made lots of sense. Thank you very much. I just thought I was asking you for a sourdough recipe. Wow, I didn't appreciate how complicated it was, Vicky. <laughs> No. Well, well, I'm I'm glad you had the time to listen, and uh, I like talking about it. I actually like the science of it quite a lot. That you know, I I enjoy understanding it, not just making it. That's that's very very clear from your passion about sourdough. Thank you. We need to have a plan. Stay at home and make it shine. You've got it. Great lockdown <laughs> listening from Petersfield's Shine Radio. It's about staying as local as we can and helping as many people in the community as we can. Joff <laughs> continues his bromance with John Walker from the Petersfield Post. Yeah. You do look lovely. Thank you're, very much, you're, you're the only person I see every week. The motivation is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Hello, my name is Matthew. I'm from Class 1G at Church's College, and this is a song I spent hours listening to in lockdown. I was walking past College Street and saw the phone box. So I had an idea that I'd start a little bookshop. It's really just come in and help yourself. We've got lovely Lucy with us and Harrison, who's playing with some norms.
The real pleasure is in the bass. Bass Stupendously crunchy. I'm feeling quite patient about the whole thing. Stay at home and make it shine. Slightly intimidated by being told so precisely what to do. Great lockdown listening from Petersfield's Shine Radio. Mm-hmm.